All right, quick intro here for a listener heads up that at some points in the beginning of the show, you're going to hear a little bit of static because the cord for Evan's microphone started to malfunction at points. I decided to leave the sequence in because it was kind of funny to watch us work through this. That's the beautiful thing about podcasting is that 110 episodes deep and you never know what's going to happen. So bear with us on this. And then for those that are wondering when... If it stops, it'll stop for good around the 22-minute mark and then won't come back until the very end. So um, if you're wondering when the coast is clear, like will it pop in in and out like it does kind of in the beginning a little bit, it stops around the 22-minute mark. Thanks, everyone. Cheers to episode 110. 110, baby. Cheers. Big deal. Brewing. Write it. Brewed by Labatt. Write it. 6.8 out of 10. I heard it's uh, similar to Two Hearted. It tastes more like an IPA than it does like a light beer. Hmm. Surprising. Which I don't like. Water. 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 Damn. I miss the days when Evan would bring home like a lemonade or something. Or like some like... Because he doesn't have have pots. This week I've been battling with sickness, so I'm trying to stay hydrated. That shirt's pretty sweet. I like the font that they chose for that. They set up their merch game, it looks like. Yeah, that's crispy. It's the just do it font. It kind of is. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good for people that are listening. They could definitely see Evan Church's sure, picture it. Uh, tonight, it's Monday, February 20th, 2023. It's 7.12 p.m. Welcome into the number one sports podcast in the state of Michigan. And the first weekend of no football Ugh. has come and gone. Actually false. Not true. Not oh, true. XFL, baby. Well, I stand by my statement. That doesn't count. Also not true because the week before the Super Bowl, there was no football. Pro you Bowl. can't count Pro flag Bowl. football. Pro That's not Pro the same Bowl. thing. No know. tackle football that week. Pro Bowl. If no Jared tackle Goff. football. No Goff. tackle football. The Senior Bowl. Mm. No, that was the week before. No, it's the same week as the Pro Bowl. Nope. Can't confirm nor did no, I actually can. I, it was on the Saturday before the Pro Bowl. <laughs> did you guys watch it? The Senior Bowl? No. I just saw a clip of Jane I, Reed catching a 10 yard crossing route that everyone was going crazy for. I watched 10 points. Oh, no, Evan. What's this? Oh, he's back. Hello. I love how your reaction when you freeze is to just move more, just to wake it back up. <laughs> okay, so um, housekeeping things at Shot of MS everywhere. And another thing I want to plug for the listeners, because I know everyone's not always on social media. My computer is very laggy right now. Um, we changed the way we're doing listener questions. And I'm going to say it on the show because we don't have any questions yet. So maybe people hate this idea. Maybe they like it less. We'll see. But we have a phone number attached to our podcast now that you can text or call and leave a voicemail if you want, if you want your voice on there to explain it. But you can just text, which I feel like is really easy for our society because everyone's texting these days as opposed to clicking on a link and filling out a Google form 
why do that when you can just text? The number is 984-444-9286. It's not linked to any of our actual phone numbers if you're scared to text it because you thought it was our actual phones. It's not. Right. No, and if you text, like, we won't. It doesn't say your name. It'll say your number. And I'm too lazy to go look at whose number it is. <laughs> so I'm not going to know who it is. I don't really have anyone's numbers memorized. Um, so, yeah, that's how you can submit um, questions from now on. Okay, we're going to do weekly check-ins. The Red Wings, the Wingdings, are leading off the show because we have a playoff. The Larkin happening should be leading off the show. In Detroit. Um, then we have the Tigers reported to spring training. I have just a couple lighthearted, nope. fun questions. A really good question <laughs> for you guys that I'm excited <laughs> <laughs> that I'm excited to ask. And then we got our college hoops. As always, we've been doing Michigan, Michigan State played on Saturday night. And then we'll preview the week ahead. And then lastly, any miscellaneous things that came up in the world of sports over the week. So without further ado, Evan, do you think we kick it to Alex for his big ski trip? I think that's what the people have been waiting I for. I go first every single week. So that's I'm not true. Just, that's not it true. is. You okay, fine. Go I'll go first. I'll go first, Alex. To please you, I will go first. It doesn't really matter. It's No, I'll go first and let out the boring week it was of Evan. No. Um, two weeks, actually. Um, first, shout out Grant for holding the fort down and boosting the viewers by himself. Um, Evan, the numbers are down. Nuts. I appreciate that, but the numbers have been, were down that episode. No, they were up, Grant. They were up. <laughs> you don't need to tell them the truth. They were up that week. Booming. They were up. Um, um, but, I mean, just work and work and basketball. Victorious in basketball. Actually, uh, yeah. All short on Thursday. Got the dub on Monday, last Monday, a week ago. This time uh, we you, were in Ipsy and we got a win. Are you going to mention your head coaching debut? Head coaching debut was two weeks ago. Almost two weeks ago on Thursday. What day was it? I don't remember what day that was. But um, home against Chelsea. Off to a terrible start to the game. And I mean the worst possible start. Like how bad are we talking? Like what? I'm talking... Down 18 to 4. 18 to 3 at the end of the first quarter. 18 to was 3 at the end of the first quarter. Was that a three pointer that someone hit, or is that That's, like a layup and one missed free throw? It is a layup and missed free throw. That's um, three points more than the football team scored this season. The team you oh. coached. Oh. <laughs> oh. I was thinking varsity. Yeah. Um, came back. Great game. Cut it within two possession game in the fourth. Um, and then, you know, missed a couple shots, turnovers. They made their free throws, and it, we lost by 11, I think. Oh, good comeback then. Yeah. Um, Monday at Ipsy, a, just a absolute defensive slugfest. Barn burner won it last Ipsy had the ball with the last shot. Kid caught it, inbounds play, got the shot off, hit the buzzer, but missed it. We won by two. Miracle. Very we nice. Not a miracle, Alex. Expected. Just expected. expected. 
Um, and then Thursday, lost to our rival. Hate to see it. Um, mm, the Maples. Yep. Went to overtime. Lost in overtime. Missed some easy uh, bunnies throughout the game. And uh, still had one of the worst officials of all time. Referees aren't getting better. Oberowski no, is doing SEC hoops now. He is. He is. This guy was so Could bad. Could you imagine? We had him when we were at Adrian, and now we had him when we were home, and it just makes it ten times worse. Should we dox him? Want to put out his address? Yeah, we should. <laughs> I don't even know this dude's name. I couldn't find his name because he has to write it in the scorebook. But and then Friday, the varsity game, absolutely sold out crowd. Wow, it was packed. The I think I saw a clip of Zay Jack kid getting an and one, like flexing into the jungle. Yeah, nice. That didn't happen. I mean, it was packed. Like the only seats available were like courtside. Everything else was. The like that was the seats biggest. In the house were available. Unbelievable. The, the, <laughs> the oh, it's high school basketball. People don't say courtside. But like the uh, jungle, that was the fullest I've seen the jungle since like Grant was in charge of it. Wow, Grant! Shout out. Like the main section was like Florida top row. Maybe because whoever was running the Twitter account stopped using so many emojis, started to get through <laughs> to people. <laughs> um, but then uh, other than that just battling the sickness over this past five days four days so kind of sickness we're talking pupils just a stuffed up nose that's about oh, it okay just I'll enough to piss any, me off take anything for Sounds it like you're being a wuss then Alex, I'm not being a wuss I'm still doing everything normal it's just there's nothing worse than a stuffed up nose no puke and poop uh, <laughs> no. things worse but 26, that doesn't happen to me anymore, Alex. Unless it's self-induced. Oh, you can Unless still it's get some D-Ree. is never too far away. Would yeah, you, self-induced. Uh, would you take Evan for that little over-the-counter action? What we, yeah, what we got? Sinus congestion. Mucinex? No free ads, I get it. I don't, I, it was some, I think it was like CVS or Walgreens brand. Smart. Same product, just a couple dollars less for branding. Yeah. Because they legally have to put the same things in there. It's like gasoline. I tell you what, nasal spray, though, is still one of God's greatest inventions of all time. <laughs> it's right up there with the ice maker. It's like nasal spray and ice maker. One, two. So many things that I've been just loved. And <laughs> don't know that everyone else is so infected. If you don't enjoy nasal spray, there's something wrong with you. I don't I enjoy it because if I, I have to use it, that means I'm thoroughly stuffed up. Sometimes it stuffs me up for like a little bit after and then it all falls out. I found a trick. So, yes. Yeah, so, you use it, and then it's going to stuff you up a little bit, blow your nose, Hard. and then you're, you're clear. I think it... So, you didn't just blow all the stuff you put no, into you your nose? You blow your nose, you use it, and then I think it, like, draws the mucus out or whatever, and then you have to blow your nose again to be good for... Ever. Four or five hours. Alex, do you think Evan would like that one machine I used to have? Oh, God. I don't know about you. You, dude. I've never done it. Like, the, with the water. That thing is nasty. You feel it in the back of your throat. Dude, I, just <laughs> I don't know. Around. I would just gag. <laughs> I didn't bring it to gross. Minnesota, which tells you how much I enjoyed it. It just was a lot to, like... Because the worst part with those is you had to put in, like, salt packets to, like, clean it. And once you have to clean machines like that, my want to level to use it goes way yeah. down like i just want to be able to put in filtered water and rock but you're supposed to like put in this packet every time it does clean you out though gross you don't you don't want to be a mouth breather a lot of bad side effects from being a mouth breather and that's a fact so it's important yeah. to keep this clean 
I guess the last thing is uh, Kevin Harvick did not win the Daytona 500. Ricky Stenhouse did, right? Ricky Stenhouse did. Did you bet on Kevin Harvick? I did bet on Kevin Harvick to win the Daytona 500. When he's rocking the four Bush Light Ford, you, mm-hmm. it's an all-American car. I told you guys about the time my dad went to a bar in Wisconsin, yes. and they thought he was Kevin Harvick. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Well, you they've never been seen in the same room together. No, oh. I mean, my dad could be a NASCAR driver. What was he doing this past weekend? Uh, skiing. Actually, you can't tell us. That's that's confidential. Right. Mm, it's not. He doesn't want to know. He just doesn't want details of his life divulged. On he's a man of mystery. Oh, I mean, I had a. I've never asked you this, but I was curious in your coaching role. Though, like classic old timer debate, we see it in the NBA with like Charles Barkley and Shaq. Because everyone's like, oh, in our day and age, the players were better. Do you feel like our grade and like the grades around us were better than the kids you coach now? You don't have to answer if you don't want, because you don't want to, you know. Oh, I just don't know if that kids listen or is like you, you see the guys like, no, they would go toe to toe with our team. I think it's hard to tell. The varsity team currently would probably beat the crap out of, I don't know. We were pretty solid our senior year. Just your title of Austin Davis wasn't bored. to think about it because I think if you put our team together now in that shape, we're all much bigger. We'd probably win. We're not. No, I'm talking high school to high school, Alex, not like today. That's what I mean. I'm thinking that that would mess with your head because you don't remember that we were like I'm midgets. What about our freshman squad that went 500 with Dude, I can't even remember like half the games. Like, like I remember like two games from that. I remember playing season. at Parma Western first game of the year. That's a game Grant made a half court. Is that when Grant wore the wrong <laughs> socks and this over? I wore orange Nike elites. No one told me we weren't oh. doing that. Did we have to go all shirtless underneath Unfortunately, I'm <laughs> Yep. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm uh we lost before the game started. From playing at Adrian in the auxiliary gym, thanks to Alex, always making fun of me for it. Go, Abby! Evan, your your computer's making some whack noises right now. I remember honest. playing. I'm making weird noises. Your computer. But then it goes away. I, th- I see. Just truck through, Evan. Truck through. I remember playing Pioneer. We went to like three overtimes or like double overtime. That was at home. Year. There was like four yes. kids there. Four people there. Remember him? Yes. I remember playing like the entire second half because everybody I was. I think like, I remember oh. every game from that season because it's the only one I played. Oh yeah, I remember I playing guess. Celine twice. I remember Celine in the auxiliary. Uh, they had those twins. Oh, now it's getting crazy, Evan. <laughs> Is it really? Is it that bad? Bad. Is your headphones like, all the way plugged in? It's good now. Plugged in all the way. Yeah. That is what it kind of sounds like. Every time you like course. go like this to that one to the right side, it seems like it was doing it, but now it's not doing it. My right or your right? Uh, you're right. Sounds good now. It was crazy for a second. I couldn't hear anything. You guys remember Jackson Northwest when that's your half court shot game? There it is again. <laughs> when... that, well, does it help if I mute? I don't know. I don't no, I don't want you to do that. I don't know what it is. It's so crazy. It's not on your audio. I mean, like, we can persevere. Yeah. Just it's loud, it. though. It's like a snack, crackle, pop. Yeah, man, I don't hear it at all. Jackson Northwest, when Grant got a double flagrant or something. That's for what it was. a kid going up for a layup. Yeah, I fouled a kid from behind on a layup, common basketball play. You took him to the ground. And the ref decided that it was two fouls on one play. <laughs> 
<laughs> so they got four free throws on the ball, which has never been called in the history of basketball. You can't get two. It's either a tech or a flagrant. It's not a common and a flagrant or whatever she called. They got four free throws on the ball. My, so my dad was not happy. He was keeping scorebook that game, and he just politely asked her, how is that possible? <laughs> and she didn't really have a great answer. <laughs> I do remember that. I mean, you did you did hack the kid pretty bad. You were a dirty player. That's why I get frustrated in college when people give up three layups. No three layups. If you're going to foul, you're going to foul hard. Yeah, I guess. Um, all right, Alex. Or, you know what? Let me get mine out of the way, and then we'll set the stage for Vermont. Well, Dude. or somewhere out east. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No locations. You can say location. Relax. Um, right, because you guys are already out of there now. Um, my biggest thing I think I did that was exciting was I watched all of the full swing doc on Netflix. Well, I haven't watched it yet, so no spoilers. The good thing about the show, Alex, we can – I can give you a little bit because there's nothing really to spoil because it's the whole BGA season, so we got to know what happened. True. <laughs> I have, some, I have some new favorite golfers. I would say stock up Scotty Scheffler, stock up Tony Finau. Um, Spieth and Thomas came across as fine to me. Rory, whatever. He still chokes in majors, which they talk about a lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that one was terrible. <laughs> now I'm just not even sure what it could be because that came out of nowhere. I tried to straight face that one, too. I couldn't do it. I know. I was about to say something. I was like, yeah, there's just no battling through that. <laughs> what could that have been? I don't know. Is your computer huffing? I guess you can't hear us right now. It's definitely what you said, Alex. It's like the co- it's a cord connection somewhere. So it's got to be a cord mic. Cord. Some... Maybe it's mic. Is he using his mic? Or he's trying new headphones. This could be the new headphones. Maybe unplug his mic, replug in mic. I think he did that at the start. I, this might It might be the headphones. <laughs> it stopped his recording, I bet. It stopped his recording. Oh, flabbergast. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> Can you hear us? Check. Checking. Check. Can hear you. Check, Can you hear check. us? No, he's checking his own audio, Grant. <laughs> he's definitely stopped. And now he's kind of put in two of them. <laughs> Uh. <sighs> <laughs> All right, here we go. You can hear us. I can hear you guys loud and clear. Yeah, All right. I had you guys the entire time. Uh, Is that what happened? You just have to save two now. Huh? Is that what happened? You just have to split it into two parts. Yeah, I I forgot. I bumped it and then like changing out the heads, the earpiece and whatnot. I yeah. forgot to go back and hit play again. Could it save though? Yeah, the first one saves automatically, yes, but All right. I'm missing like, I don't know, 15 minutes there. 15 right. minutes? We'll use the yeah. Skype. That's why we got the Skype. We'll use the Skype for it. All right. Stop. I'm just going to repeat it so I get back up myself on track. Uh, the good news is the sound is gone for now, so it might have been headphones. Stock up. Who did I say? Scheffler. Scheffler. Finau. Finau. JT and Jordan are okay. Rory is a big choke artist in majors. They hit on Brooks. Kind of felt bad for Brooks, but like he's just got a lot of weird stuff going on in his life. I don't want to speculate too much. There was just some things when you see the episode, you're like, oh, I can see why things may have gone downhill a little bit. 
Is his uh, wife crazy? Alex. <laughs> I don't know. I saw her on TV the first time he won a major and she looked nuts. Anyways, moving on. Answer. <laughs> um, was there anyone else that was notable? They really try to work in Tiger as much as they can. Even though he's like, didn't play once. Yeah. Well, no, the Masters, they really spent some time on that in the open. It's cool how they did it, though. It's like each episode is following one guy. I don't really watch Formula One, so I don't really know. It's probably the same format. So it's a lot of time hopping. It, Alex, I think you're going to get annoyed or Avenue too when you see it. Like they put their world ranking underneath their name whenever they talk, but it changes like every episode because it's filmed at different times. So like in episode one, Sky Sheffler's world ranked like 20. Episode two, he's like world ranked number one. Episode three, he's back to like 16. There's only like four episodes. There's the eight. Wow, you cranked that shit out. Yeah, that tells you how much I like it. It was like an Outer Banks effect. I think I finished it in like 24 hours. I watched like four or five in one night. They're only 40 minutes a piece, so it's not quite an hour. So I did like five, and I did like three the next day because I just wanted to finish it. Well, there's probably some you could skip, but it's worth seeing the whole story. Um, Joel Damon. Joel Damon is caddy. That's a good story. They do two rookies. That's okay. Who? Mito Pereira. Tough. And, yeah, he uh, said something about that. The- oh, my God. Well, that's the thing. Like, again, I shouldn't have texted it because, like, the shock value. As I forgot, you know, it's enough time to move. I forgot who won the PGA, honestly. And then, like, they kept sh- – that was the Justin Thomas episode, and they kept showing the leaderboard. I'm like, Justin doesn't win this tournament, does he? Down seven strokes going into Sunday. I look, I was like, oh yeah, Mito Pereira absolutely choked this away. And Justin Thomas won the PGA Championship. It's the mic. I know. So maybe it's cord sensitivity to it. I don't know. You need you're, you're not moving around a lot. If you like play with it, I'm wondering if it'll like stop if it's placed in a certain way. Is it going on right now? It no, wasn't. It stopped. But it was. It was. It was whole loud. <laughs> I, I don't get why anything. you guys can hear it, but I can't, and it's my. Oh, it's happening now. <laughs> Every time I hit the desk. I don't know. I can't see your hands. It stopped. 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 Nothing. Nothing. You'll know. Because we'll just pause. <laughs> oh, we're good. I'm nervous. You got nervous when you put your elbow on the table. <laughs> Good. Putting pressure yeah. on it helps. I don't know. Um, last night, rode to 180. 179.6 pounds. <clears throat> oh, round out here. Almost there. Close. If we were rounding up, I'm there, but I'm going to work to get there. And that's pretty much it. Milkshakes, Grant. Start drinking milkshakes. I've been drinking a lot of milk. Evan, did you just say milkshakes? Yeah, milkshakes. No, there's no e in that. <laughs> milk, sh- milk, milk shakes. Milk shakes. I like the way Evan says it better. If we had to go milk shakes, <laughs> milk. Alex. So what did I do the week before? Weekend before. I guess it's been two weeks. Probably nothing. Probably didn't do anything that weekend since I can't remember. Um. So then I went to Vermont on Wednesday morning road trip with my father, uncle, and cousin. Um, it's like a 12, 10, 12 hour drive to Killington, Vermont, 
home of the they call it the beast of the east i Whoa. guess mountain Whoa. um skied there thursday friday and saturday drove home sunday um the skiing there is way different than michigan um turns out in michigan you're basically just skiing in a like a landfill like you know fake mountain fake hill uh like man-made this is a real mountain so a lot different uh i didn't do i think i did like one run twice and if anybody skis in Michigan, you do like the same run like 20 times and then your day's over. Um, also, those runs in Michigan are like three or not even. They're like a minute long. These are like 45 minutes long. So let me tell you, it's exhausting. You have to like take breaks. You can't just go straight down the hill without like being exhausted. Um, I was trying to think, Grant, how you would do out there. I think Great. there's a lot of runs that you could do just fine. You, if you touch a black diamond, you'd be you'd be dead. I don't think you can do it. I would not tell you to do it. I did one, and it was um, pretty scary and steep. Um, I'll give well, you. Is, a, is, it, is it steep? Steep for like thirty minutes? It can't be that steep. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. My dad was telling me he did a double black diamond in Vail. Uh, he said it was like 45 minutes of just pure like terror and just stress and just flying and you have to be really good or else you're just doomed. No wonder people drink so hard after their days of skiing. Um, yeah. So and then when I'm up there, so this is like the biggest one in Michigan is like 500 feet at the top. This one was 4,500 feet. So way, way bigger. So I get to the top and you just look down at all the potential options. You look down at the blacks and then some of them are just like, just like straight down. You're like, no, no, not doing that. Not doing that. Uh, Conditions wise, the first day was like 50 degrees. Mm. Um, So the snow, they call it was like mashed potatoes. So imagine just like skiing on some mashed potatoes. Kind of weird. Not really my favorite condition. Certainly not fresh pow, as Grant likes to call it. Yeah, fresh pow. Next day, it's like 36 degrees and dumping rain. Oh. Like full-on pouring in the morning, like sideways in your face. Oh. Luckily, I got some new rain gear before I went or else it would have been miserable. I mean, people were walking into like the lodge and stuff just absolutely like dripping wet. Terrible. So try to ski in that. That was rough. Sounds terrible. Um, last day of the afternoon um, turned to snow. So then it was like full on snow blizzard. Nice. And that was also the day that we um, got um, adventurous at lunch. With, right. Um, some drinks. Risky on that mountain. Um, so the, the confidence was much higher. So I was I did all my crazy runs on Saturday after or Friday afternoon, um, slightly intoxicated. Made it made a big difference. I was way more confident. I skied much better. The day before I was a lot more uh, scared and nervous about it. Then the last day, Saturday, apparently in Vermont they have this thing called Presidents Week. I've never heard of it. Maybe they do in Michigan, but like all the colleges in on the East Coast are like off for a week for Presidents Week. So President's Day, like for the holiday. Starting President's Day, Day, they're off for like the whole week. I'm like, well, I've never heard of that in my life. 
So it was just packed, like tons of tons of people on Saturday. You got to wait like 40 minutes to get on the lift. And then it takes like 25 minutes to get from the bottom to the top. Also, I'm not a big fan of gondolas. They kind of make me car sick. Uh-huh. It's not a car. <laughs> it's you're an open is. air guy. Yeah, you can like crack the windows, but if you're in there with other people, I don't. I just didn't want to be that guy, especially since it's cold. It was also like eight degrees on Saturday, so we went from fifty to thirty-six to like eight. Fluctuations. Do they keep these runs pretty groomed, or is it hard with how big they are? Define groomed. Um, like somewhat smooth. Or like, do they shut it down for a little bit to groom it, or do they don't do that out there? Well, they're not shutting down. It would take them a very, very long time to like groom it, like they would at like Boyne or Cabaret. So I'm, so or I'm picturing, I'm picturing like there's this. This is a more... mountain. Like, right. You just can't really do that. I mean, they have like a so none of hundreds, really hundreds of like snow machines that are like blowing constantly as long as they get to a certain temperature but the first two days it wasn't at the temperature that they could use them so on saturday they were just like blowing snow like crazy to the point it felt like you were in a blizzard even though it wasn't snowing um but the conditions since it went from 50 to 8 degrees and it poured it got super icy like Mm. i'm imagining you would have had a terrible time not good i don't like snowing in that those conditions or skiing in those conditions Friday afternoon, though, it was like some fresh pow, actually. And, you know, that was my favorite part. How is it the Friday? Is it like really busy? A lot of people around you when you're skiing or no? Nobody was there Thursday and Friday. I like like that. Like mountain to yourself type of deal. Saturday, if you go on the runs, I'm imagining you would choose the more easy cruiser runs. Losing greens. A lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah, that sucks. The worst part of skiing is traffic. Yeah, so that's why if you do, you have to go in the middle of the week. I think that would be the best option. Um, Also, my dad's claims that blues here are blacks in Michigan for whatever that's worth. So, you know, you might want to try some blacks this weekend in Minnesota. If there are oh, that's any. okay. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see how that's you right. do. Well, I do got some new tips I learned, so maybe I could show you those. I don't know if they work or not. From who? Worked for me. From my dad. Nice. He thought I was terrible the first like two runs, and he was like, um, we might have to pack it up. This might not was work. Was he just saving these tips your whole life? Like, oh, no, nah, he doesn't. Out. <laughs> not really uh, much of a coach. I see where you get ever with golf. Um, you're not much of a coach. Well, he, he used to try to coach me younger and stuff like golf. And and it usually just pisses me off if we're being honest. So just he just realized, you know, I'm not going to do that. If Alex wants help, he'll ask. Then I ask and I don't like what he says. So then it just <laughs> doesn't work. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. It's really overwhelming the first time you go. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. You get up there and you're like, I, I can't do this. I can't get down this hill. Um it's way too long, it's way too steep. I'm, I'm freaking out. I haven't skied in forever, blah blah blah. Yeah. It was a little panicked at first. But then the idea of having to stop 
during the middle of a run is kind of wild to think about. You don't have to, but you'll be like, like my legs were exhausted after every day. And I did like four runs or like, I think the most we did in a day was like eight. And each one's like a half an hour or longer. That's crazy. Wow. It's like a lot. Like it's like quadruple the amount of skiing in one day compared to like skiing one day in Michigan. It's just not even remotely the same. What'd you guys drink on Friday? (sighs) Friday. A lot of things were consumed. At lunchtime. Neutral. I had a neutral. Okay. Not my favorite. Then I had a beer. Then I had whistle pig per the request of my uncle. Also, bartender thought I was 19. Um, not sure why. Now, my feet were barking a couple times. I actually skied with no socks all weekend, which is Fuck. your boots must be stinky. Mm, yeah, probably. Like, really? You should actually. My spread boots are a little here. too small, so I had to go no socks. Um, I got fitted last year for them, so pretty disappointing that they're too small. So whoever did it effed it up. Um, whatever. But yeah, it was fun. Food, nice. a lot of good food. How's the car ride back? Sweet bars. <laughs> good question. What was man. that like? Car rides thirty percent of the trip. Car ride back. Car ride back. back. You're in the car for over a day. You said it was 12, 10, 12 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Car ride there. We left at 6 a.m. Wednesday morning. So the first three hours, me, my dad, and Lou did the classic thing where everyone just talks about work for three hours. Um, and you're just like, well, and then by like two and a half hours in, we're like, all right, guys, we're, we're done talking about work. We like, we're not going to do it. Um, got some Starbucks, you know, that really brought the mood up. Everyone got some nice coffee. Yeah. We just chatted most of the way only, only my dad and Lou drove on the way there. And then the way back, not very fun. Very quiet ride. Um, Lou started the drive on the way back. Drove for f- seven minutes. Couldn't see. Says his eyes were blurry. Couldn't see anything. So he pulls over on the side of the road. My dad takes over. And then I drove the last like four hours or whatever. Uh, yeah, no one really talked. I watched a Tottenham game. Mm. That, well, that's when I wasn't driving. And it was a very miserable ride back. I mean, it wasn't fun. <laughs> you guys Stop. go right up. Looks like this trip is all along Lake Erie. You went through Buffalo. You see what I realized is um, Syracuse. Outside of New York City, there's nothing in New York. Very bare. Because. Yeah, it's just like it's like forest land in Michigan outside of that city. There's a bunch of like vineyards, which is kind of weird because they're oh, like warm or anything. You see all these weird looking trees that are wine. You're stuff. just south of the Adirondack Mountains. Yeah. <laughs> we did not go through Canada. Oh, I figured. Um, Toledo. So we drove through Cleveland. That's like the only city that we went through. Buffalo. And Cleveland's kind of a dump um, for all oh, the Cleveland New listeners. New had New Year's Eve there. Yeah, but when I saw it again two more times, I was like, oh, yeah, this place kind of stinks. How do you think they like LeBron James so much? Drove right by uh, where the Cavs play and the uh, Guardians play. So the Did you see the bridge that Evan told us about? What bridge? The Guardian on it. With the Guardian on it. That's why they named the team the Guardians. I drove over a bridge. 
but it's like two feet off the ground over water. Lake Erie, I think. You probably missed it. You probably missed it. So with anything, after like six hours in the car, kind of run out of things to do or discuss. So then we were just like driving through these like terrible areas and we're just like, well, where would you guys work if you lived here? That's what we did. Interesting. Interesting answers. Yeah. More adult car drive than when we were with the bros. Yeah. And then on Saturday when (laughs) everyone's asleep, not asleep, but it was like 8 p.m. Everyone's exhausted. So I just kind of sat at the edge of the hotel bed and watched Michigan State, Michigan, try to be quiet while watching that game. Um, Wow. My dad was like half asleep. He woke up for the second half. He's like, oh, yeah, we're going to lose by 20. (laughs) I was like, okay. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Weird place. Hotel bar was popping though. It was kind of, kind of, kind of weird. Nice guy. Nice bartenders, like 75 years old named Jim gave me three free drinks. No, not, not sure why. Maybe you like you. Cool. Well, we'll probably have some, some safer, but, Probably more embarrassing stories after this weekend coming up. A little bit different vibe than talking about work. <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine a bunch of dudes in their mid twenties would have a different time than a bunch of dudes in their fifties and one dude in their twenties. I already know. You can see it, Evan. Alex is going to get up there on the mountain at the top. Like, God, this is just so much weaker than Vermont, and just like <laughs> crap on this mountain the whole day. No, I'm not going to do that. I like after, told you guys what it's like. That's it. Actually, you might feel awesome because you're going to feel like the king of this mountain, like running through people based on where you were. Well, it's going to be super busy. I'm going to probably get super pissed about it. It's probably not going to be like awesome. Eh. It's going to be cold. It's Minnesota. No. It's going to be four, 400 feet of snow. It sounds like. It may not even happen based on travel plans. I mean, knowing our group, someone won't ski at all after one run anyway, so we'll figure it out. Um, all right. That was your weekly recap. We move into sports. Red rings. Win streak. Red rings. Red rings. <laughs> Red wings. Win streak. Playoff push. Let me give you some stats to set the stage to get you tickled. Right now, the Red Wings are staying at 60 points. The wild card leaders are at 63. Only three points behind. As Alex told us a couple of weeks ago, you get two points if you win a hockey game. You get one point automatically if you go to OT, even if you lose. Which told us a long time ago, Red Wings stink in overtime. <laughs> Eight losses in overtime. Um, now, the interesting thing about those standings is we have three to four games in hand. Uh, I think three of the teams are ahead of us. So that's a potential of six to eight points we could gain on them because we got games in hand. Which is going to be my favorite phrase down the stretch. Just repeating. We got games in hand. We're fine. We got games in hand. Uh, the only other team I know it is a problem was the Buffalo Sabres. They have the same game in hand on us. Us with the same amount of points. So it's us, the Sabres, and then I think there's a team, the Penguins maybe. Penguins, Penguins have and Capitals. Same amount of games and they have three more points. <laughs> Yeah. Islanders have four games more played and they have three more points. Yeah, so we're already better than them. We got games and Florida games has five games played more than us. Four. Yeah, so we're way better than, than them because we got games in hand. Yeah, we're double up. We're double up on them. <laughs> this is the life of a Tottenham fan. <laughs> when you look up at the Premier League table, oh, we got games in well, hand. Well, we're in fourth right now. <laughs> um, we are. 
Well, back. I feel good. Evan, what have you seen? First of all, have any of you guys been trying to tune in more if you're able to? I know busy schedules, but has anyone seen more Red Wings hockey? Seems the more I tune out, the better they do. I have watched more recently. Um, ESPN Plus. As much as I can before it blacks out. Then reload it before it blacks out. ESPN Plus. I'm um, watching the highlights on NHL Network. Uh, NHL Now. It's like the longer highlighted version than the ES- what ESPN gets to. So, Are you doing know. the Hunter approach? You just wake up every morning, watch NHL Network? Just um, not MLB Network? When I have a chance, I do. But if not, I'll just watch it online at work. <laughs> don't tell your employer that. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> Oh, oh, bad boy. So I am watching more, I would say, recently. Grant? It's been, yeah, I turn them on, Bally Sports, the app, before it goes fully bankrupt and turns off the air. Um, I'm very thankful they're going off the air. So we continue to watch. It's just kind of tough that, well, it's easy for me on the central time, harder for you guys, that their like, winning streak came on their West Coast trip. So their games don't start to like 9 yeah. or 10. As of late, but I think now they'll be back on a normal schedule. Now they'll be home. So I don't know. It's exciting, I guess. My problem with hockey is I just don't know enough. And I kind of I need to turn my brain off like it's a movie and just enjoy the action. But I'm always trying to figure out, like, who is that with the puck? Because they're not hockey is a hard sport to see who it is like their number. It's I, I don't I don't know their body types as well as I know football and basketball. Um and they're always a blur on the ice. So I'm trying to be like, oh, is that Larkin? Is that is he worth 10 million now? Like I'm trying to see who is on the ice and I struggle with it. And then they change lines so freaking fast. Like it's a lot going on for me that I try to process. You're a boomer. As, as a, that is a boomer take now that I say it out loud. Huge game tomorrow for the Red Wings. Chance to have the same amount of points as the Capitals who are ahead of them. And we have games in hand on them. Move um, ourselves right up to fourth. Games in hand. GIH. Last 12 games, some stats for you that might tickle you a little bit as well. Eight and four. Five-game win streak was in there. Dylan Larkin specifically in the last 12 games. 16 points in 12 games. Seven goals, nine assists in 12 games. Um, Robbie Fabry. Did I say that right? And Mo Sider also have double-digit points. So You did not say that right. Is it Fabry? Um, let's just move on. Uh, hockey people get really upset when you can't pronounce names right. Well, I hope someone comments on our Twitter. It's, about it. it's like all the foreign guys. Robbie Fabry? That can't be right. It's got to be Fabry. No, that's not it. It's got to be Robbie Fabry. Fabry. Let's go Fabrice. <laughs> Robbie Fabrice. He's fresh. <laughs> Mo Sider. Um, so really good. Evan, to you, um, Bo Horvat did get signed, or he got traded. He got $8.5 million, and people are kind of comparing him and Larkin. And the way Larkin's been playing, does this mean Larkin is a $9 million man? Yeah. Mm, come on, Evan. Five games doesn't make you all of a sudden worth a bunch of money. 12 games, Alex. Oh, whatever. Well, he's single-handedly pushing us into the playoff talk. Well, he better get us all the way there, and then we can talk the money. He's worth around there. I mean, he's an all-star. Wow. He's Every the captain of the an team. All-star. I'm good with nine. I heard the debates between eight and nine. Alex, you've always heard this. It's in every sport, dude. Contract years, everybody's going to play. Yeah, but the thing is, like, 
I just don't like that you say anybody decent in the NFL or NBA or MLB that's good on our team is not worth money. But since you love hockey so much, Dylan Larkin is all of a sudden worth spending money. I yeah, it's, don't it's called, like that. It's called bias. Hypocritical take. <laughs> no, Alex, this is like saying like when Justin Verlander was in his prime. This would be like giving rid of him. That is absurd because um, no, the Larkin best player is nowhere the near the level of adjusting. I'm, I'm saying the best player on the team, like the leader of the team, the captain, everybody that talks to the focal point, everybody judges this person, ridicules this person based on his performance every single day. That's what I'm comparing him to. Whatever. He's not deserving of it yet. He's definitely worth keeping if we can for a reasonable amount. He is worth it. The cap's going to go up. NHL's numbers are going up slightly, and everybody's caps are going up. So I feel like it's only going to help, and more cap means more money you can spend here and there. Can I ask a question, Evan, expert? Um, Why didn't we trade for Leon Dreisaitl? Deadline's not over yet. We still could. When is the trade deadline in the NHL? Early March. It's coming up. Um, Are we going to? I, I honestly don't know. I think it's I think it's a waiting game. I see. I could see us trading away players, and I also see us acquiring mm-hmm. players. I think we're going all in now. I don't think we're going all in. I think Eisenman sees the uh, the future plan. I don't think he's going to get too jacked up on a ten game span, twelve game span. Obviously, he hopes he would make the playoffs. You could add some small assets, but I don't think he's going to unload three of his four draft picks to get a top all-star caliber offenseman or something like that. We're 11 days to the deadline. I mean, dry saddle would be absolutely unbelievable to get. Well, that's what I mean. That was one of the like six players I know that is actually good in the NHL. Life yeah, but changing. the Islanders, not the Islanders, the Oilers aren't going to get rid of them. Maybe. He also is injured, I believe, or he was no. injured. I hope not. Um, for what it's worth, our beat reporter on the Athletic, Max Boltman, they did a big piece about the deadline and where everyone fell in, buyers or sellers or playoff tier. He had us at a bubble team for the playoff, which is probably accurate. And then I don't know if this is his knowledge, but he had us pegged as sellers. But conflict that with some reports I saw when doing research for tonight that it sounds like we're not going to trade Tyler Bertuzzi. I think we might just hold. I think we're going to be hold. Iserman's going to hold the line and then get to work this off season. I think he is impressed by the way the team's responded to some adversity. So I don't think he's going to ship guys out and then he's going to make moves this off season. But I'm, I'm, he's going to make at least a move or two, whether it's just selling off dead space or whatever. Dead space. My space. Uh. You know, dead cap space type of deal. What about this? I was thinking about this with the Dylan Larkin situation, how amazing he's been playing with contract mm. negotiations. What if you were a GM and you just scheduled everyone's contracts to end at the same time so they all played fantastic and you'd win a championship every year that happened? It's physically impossible, Grant. Is Your it rookie though? contracts, I mean, you can't. Yes, it's impossible. It'd be very stressful. And definitely just ties you to absolute garbage if you do it that way if they all suck but if they but they won't so we see it time and time again and then if they all leave you're you have no players but your city loves you because you brought a championship 
Patrick Kane's on the trade block. Is he still good? He's old. Should we take him? I think Evan's got something going on. He's talking, but we're not hearing him. He's muted. He doesn't realize yeah. it. Yeah, I thought. <laughs> he, we're not going to get Patrick Kane. Why? Sure. But, but would you want him? <laughs> at the beginning of the year, I would have taken him. Now, no. Would we put the C on his chest? No, God, no. Oh, okay. Pierre Lebrun telling me. Who it's like getting? a veteran, Alex. It's like a veteran NBA player going to just like another like contender that just needs like yes, playoff us. experience. That's all it is. It's he's Jameson Crowder this year. Oh Who's wow! Oh Crowder? wow! And they show the NBA comps. I Jameson Crowder. <laughs> Jameson Crowder's, Crowder's a wideout. It's Jay Crowder, guys. Come on, same dude, same guy. <laughs> I knew Jameson Crowder's a wide receiver. Jay Crowder. I, mean, I didn't. He gets I, didn't I, I didn't. I thought you were talking about football, and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" No one wanted Jameson Crowder. Star, the Jets. Yeah, remember that bet you guys had? Cash. But Jameson Crowder got <laughs> hurt, but didn't get hurt long enough to avoid the bet. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what do you uh, think ultimately? We do nothing. Do we make the playoffs? <laughs> I bet you we, we trade. Need to we do nothing. I bet you we make like two trades of like players. You're like, meh. You care less about. No Sadiq Bays. Tyler Bertuzzi would be like Sadiq Bay. No, I don't think I don't want Bertuzzi. Tyler Bertuzzi. Get rid of him. All oh, right. The problem with Bertuzzi, Bertuzzi is that like the whole Canadian vaccination thing. So like I think half of the like contenders, like the Canadian teams, are still iffy on it. But he played in Calgary, right? Yeah, he I swear did. I watched him. Do- I he did play in Calgary. I don't know what the whole notion is. I don't. Maybe Trudeau just eased up a little bit about time. We've moved on know. from COVID. COVID was not well. COVID was real, but COVID is no longer something that we worry about. Big Alex, kidding. Big. I had it. Um, Detroit Tigers baseball. Nope. 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 Let's start, nope. Alex. Since you're talking, I had a very, very early vibe check from you, Alex, on this season. As you see, guys, report to Lakeland. What's my vibe check? Yeah. How you feeling? No interest. Don't care. <laughs> Call me when they're decent. Having your vibe check. I mean, it is upsetting that like half of our pitching staff is still injured. Um, Casey Mize is doomed. Chill. He has I didn't say bust like someone about. else did in the group chat. Scoobles coming off an injury. Turnbull's coming off an injury. Uh, who else was good for us last year? Matt. Matt, Matt not really coming off of. an injury. Pretty Eduardo, much Eduardo's MIA. We traded Gregory Soto. How do you miss Matthew Boyd? No, you Matt. don't. Yeah, because his strikeout, his strikeout call is one of the best in the business when they played over the loudspeakers. You guys know what it is? Whenever you'd strike a guy out, they'd play the drop. Yeah, Boyd! <laughs> don't think I went to a game last year. You're I a bad fan. multiple games last year. Uh, yeah, you're right, Grant. I'm not a fan. I went to a game that? against the Blue Jays, and they... 66-96 doesn't deserve my money. They mercied us, and a lot of Canadian fans traveled across the border. It was pretty electric. Um, here's the main question. How much money would someone have to pay you, would Bally Sports have to pay you, to watch every single pitch of all 162 Tigers games this year? <laughs> I did some math before you answered. That's rough. The rough estimate of how long a baseball game takes via Google was about three hours and three minutes. So times that. Do they pay for the setup? 
Yeah. yeah how am I watching this? It's just like, a, like they'll give you a lump sum of cash. Uh, well, they give you a little bit of cash so you can get the setup the way you want it. And then like you get the full lump sum at the end when you complete it. Hmm. Um, it's, about, it's about 22 days, 400 to 500 something hours, 22 days, which doesn't sound like a lot, but you have to think about like the amount of social life you'll have. If you have to be, it, you have to be in the same spot. You can't, you can't watch them on the go. You need to be in whatever spot they pay for to set up and you have to watch every single pitch. <laughs> How much? 70 money? grand. <laughs> See, I'd do it for way less. $70,000. I was way more. No, I That's my low end. I was going to say 100, but I'm just going to be nice and say something. I was going to say I had to start with a million. <laughs> I would do it for way less. Way less. Every pitch of this team's going to win like 70 games. Yeah. I would do it. Let's see how much I, I would do it for 150 because then I quit my job. I'll do it for 18,000. 18K. I've been trying to make a, make a buck off this, Evan. Yeah, I got a free car if I get 18 grand, 18K. Okay. Well, let's go higher. Let's get a house out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so you really fifty find it that much of a burden. I think the burden would wear on you. I think it suck. Enjoy watching baseball. I, I simply <laughs> no. enjoy watching baseball. Not that many games and not that team. Knowing knowing that if one of us did have to do this, they'd probably win the World Series. Like your friends are hang <laughs> your, fr- your friends are hanging out on the weekend. Evan, come join. No, sorry, I gotta yeah. watch, go watch <laughs> game four. Game four, Tigers, Guardians. Well, it, I'm just saying, I go to work. I gotta go to work. Gotta watch my game. I'll catch you guys. It is after. like a, yeah, it is a job. It would and be if you, a job. If, you if just you, quit your other jobs. That's why you, you need whatever. How many hours need, did you say it would be, Grant? 400 he said 490 to 520 range it's about 22 days i mean for reference it's like 2040 hours of work in a year what if i said you had to watch tires live pregame and tires live postgame on top that's not fair <laughs> Dude, i think when i said this and thought about the commitment i think i need at least a million dollars to do this <laughs> that's a crap ton of money per hour grant that's a lot of money I know that's like commitment. I would I would happily if someone offered me anything in the six figure range or more, I would happily do it. In a weird way, it's like how much I would like eight eight grand just from the Tigers games. Evan, you need you need more money than this, okay? You need it. It's combined with like fifty. Yeah. It's just a combination of how terrible they are and then like just how much of a commitment that is because it's 162 games. of. At well, least for Evan and I, we're single. So like, it, you know, we have more free time. I don't. Your girlfriend might be upset if you just spent, hey, babe, can't watch the Tigers again. If I was living Dude, by you myself, would find, be, like, okay. you would you would like watching that much Tigers baseball. You would know everything about them, every single yeah. player, and you would find like an obsession with like somebody or something and you would stick to it. Are you allowed to look at your phone while you're like watching this? Like I plop my ass in the couch and watch TikTok while this game's going on. <laughs> Commercial breaks, yeah. But like while it's on your TV, you gotta be watching the pitches. <laughs> Dude, hey, new so pitch count. New pitch like, rolls. Like bigger bases. This is so gonna sound every day around it. I'll do it for eighteen grand. No, you need more. I you need way, more. That's way too low, I think. 
I think it's a six but figure. But I like minimum. that. That shows that it's you're... It's not a seven figure. That's like 30 bucks an hour. Evan doesn't mind baseball. That's what he's saying. Playing how bad this team is. Cabrera's last ride, Alex. <laughs> I mean, I want enough to like not have to work for like three years. <laughs> Cabrera's last... Where were you? I watched every pitch. <laughs> he hit 220 and zero home runs. That's the so, fence has got moved in. New home run rules. Balls are going to be flying out of America Park. For the other team. Um, <laughs> two notes I saw from spring training both came from. We're not talking about the Tigers anymore. Beat reporter right? Cody Stavenhagen. This is the last two things. Akil Badu. Spring training's a joke. I guess tell you uh, anything. I guess Akil Badu has made some swing adjustments and he was ripping balls in BP. So start. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Really? He was hitting balls well in batting practice. Dude, somebody pay me $18,000. I'll watch every single Tigers game. Somebody do it. <laughs> Who's got money out there? Start a GoFundMe. I bet we could get eighteen grand for you to do it. I kind of want to tweet it out, but I'm worried people would actually start doing it. No, I think they would, and then everyone would have to do it. It would be awesome. I would do it in a heartbeat. You're killing me? Tweet it out. Tweet it out. You're 18 grand me? for All having right. to watch every single pitch. <laughs> I would do it in a heartbeat. A heartbeat. Evan, you're going to have to – how are you going to do travel baseball? Yeah, you know what? If the Tigers play the game, sorry, I can't. <laughs> Stay in the hotel room and watch the Tigers. Like, Evan, you literally can't do anything with your summer. July 4th. Sorry, guys. Can't make it to any party. I'm just going to be sitting here watching the Tigers, <laughs> the Tigers play. Faster Horse is out. Golfing Monday nights, out. <laughs> you're not doing anything. Dude, yeah, you do don't play Mondays. It'd be worth it. Eighteen grand be worth it. No, it would not be. So you need more than that. I think the GoFundMe could probably hit like fifty k. Honestly, dude, Alex, can you imagine those off days? The Tigers off days, the All Star break, dude, I'd be going nuts. (laughs) (laughs) The way you said that, (laughs) I'd be going nuts. See Evan going out like at the bar on like a Monday night when they don't play because it's yes. like a weekend. Just hitting off everybody, guys. What do you guys want to do, God. Evan? It's Monday. Evan, Leave me alone. Well, you can't play the West Coast trips when they go Seattle, Diamondbacks, Dodgers, and the first pitch is at 10 p.m. That you're you gonna- have your night. <laughs> you have your night available. This is a morning tour. guy, Evan. You need more than 18 because you'll still have to have a job. Yeah, that's not enough money. You need a you need a job. You're getting fired. I'll from have a job off until the last day of school will be June. So I'll have the whole summer of just Tigers baseball. You in July and August, money. I get paid eighteen grand to watch Tigers baseball. Evan, That's the so season good. starts in like a month. I understand that. I'll have a job. I'll miss a lot of one o'clock. Well, I get to leave school. Early. You have to leave school in the middle of the day in April. Lunch break. No, April no, no, in the D watch Tigers. After he's only. Oh my God. It's just not feasible. It's not. Your um, life would be miserable. <laughs> the, the tweet here. Akil Badu's bat path looks much improved right now. Stop, got, Grant. Got real choppy last year. He's been murdering some balls in BP. <laughs> Dude, anybody is good in BP. And then the other one from uh, Cody was that Jonathan Scope is in the best shape of his life. So that's your early Grant, report about Jonathan guys that show up. Awesome. Yeah. Yoked. Ready good to restart Jonathan. his career. Ready to s- <laughs> um, hate this team. My very last thing was uh, that my early vibe is I just need Torque to have a good year because um, he sucks. 
a trip down memory lane. I, I, I predicted him to have 22 to 30 home runs last year. How many did he end up with, Grant? He had eight. <laughs> wow. He hit a I missile like, in Kansas City earlier in the year, so it yes. was worth it. I had yeah, like you'll see big, every like, pitch is here, Evan, so you'll tell us all about it. Dude, I'm going to buy Someone it. has to pay, Evan. Matt Ishbia, please. 20K. I'm just looking I'm looking at our schedule, see how much how miserable I'll be. Evan, you're getting fired from any work that you do. You're done. Yeah, no, you're the teaching <laughs> thing's not gonna work if you're just like, yep, can't tigers are playing. You can't have a dentist appointment at noon every single day. <clears throat> I could never be feasible. Work. Golf course, Alex. So you're gonna stay up until one AM watching the Tigers when they play West Coast games. And the last game five. of the year is in October. October 1st, yeah, football year. season. I mean, uh, it's, it's the first four four weeks of college football you'll be at watching the Tigers. When do we, when do we when play? Uh, we play, uh, when do we play? play? The 8th, we play Richmond. The ninth we play Richmond. So Deep into Michigan State's weekend. football schedule. The 16th. Hopefully we do not play uh, Washington at night because I'll be watching the Tigers play <laughs> the Angels on the road. <laughs> Shohei Otani, over 55 and 75 at that point. <laughs> My God. Yeah, you might want to bump it up to 20K. You need more. You need way more. 18. No, Alex, Evan. Alex, did you land at 100,000? That's the minimum. I would really like more. Dude, you're right. You would have no social life. But I think it'd be worth it. The more we're talking about this, I think... For more money, Evan, like yes. 250. 18 grand. You need generational wealth to watch this team 162 games. No, a couple years, though. Nice money. So 250. Um, moving to a sport that has a shortened season that we pretty much watch most of their games on. Michigan, Michigan State on the hardwood this weekend. Interesting. The series, essentially, is just whoever is home since Howard took over. It's someone pointed out it's not four and oh four and oh each coach because Martelli coached one game, so it's three and oh Howard, one and oh Martelli at Chrysler, but it's four and oh four and oh splits for the teams. What was your guys' perspective on the game itself? Well, it's hard to really critique the team and think about X's and O's in this scenario. I'll start with saying it was a nice gesture by Michigan, all the stuff they did pregame. Shirts, the lights, the uh, blanking. It's not the fight song. It's the other song. Water. Oh, the, the light, the light, the light pictures were really light cool. Light show. Um, so yeah, a lot of emotions pregame. A lot of cool stuff that they did to honor what happened. But yeah, don't really want to like you know rip on the team for things. So they played great for thirty-two minutes, and then. Just uh, just got out-rebounded, and Michigan did something they haven't done all year. They closed out a game. Two teams that struggle to close out games all season, and Michigan finally closed out one. I think like like closed out games better. No, not really. We have a lot of close losses in similar fashions of leading by six or more with eight minutes left and losing. It's happened at least four times, so... Lucky shot, Evan, that I think was also a travel when I watched it back. 
Kobe Bob It was like sliding out of his hands, and he—it's one of those ones where, like, what they call like the yeah, they do the bobbling, but like, yeah. it was like one of those shots where, you're like, okay, well, if that's gonna happen then. Well, that usually happens in Chrysler, like in the beginning of the game. Machine just barrages threes against us, and it's like, well, what team is this? Never seen them before. Uh, they just waited to do that once they were down six and just end us, and that was very. Oh, upsetting. Yeah, because they've. I mean, they've done that to Purdue. Was it last year when Purdue was ranked high? Yeah, I mean, there are like a lot of teams when they're home. Shots. Go, Joey Baker makes threes when they're home. Like, is this everything goes in when you're home? Um, I thought the rebounding was the most interesting thing. I know, like rebounding hasn't been the strongest suit for MSU, like in uh, recent in recent memory. In recent history, I think it they're second in the great. Big Ten in rebounding. But yes, the last few years before this, they've been pretty bad in rebounding. Because like middle school, high school, that's what they were known for in my mind. Like tough defense transition, which means they get defensive rebounds. But like since the lack of like, I don't know if it's like tenaciousness or like a true big guy that's good. That was surprising to me that Michigan was have to have a plus 13 advantage in that category when yes, they had the tallest guy on the floor Dickinson, but he's not really a tough guy whatsoever. It was more the Terrace Reed that was able to do work on there. So that was kind of surprising to me. And I think was the biggest difference in the game. It's unfortunate. Um, Maddie Sissoko's hand-eye coordination. I, with I, walked in, I, I walked into that when I just left it, it. his hands. He probably touches every ball that <clears> goes up off the rim. Just comes down with 10% of them. Seven. Do you, well, this might lead. Evan, do you think Kohler should play more down the stretch? I, I just, I thought Cooper deserved more minutes down the stretch. I thought he played pretty well. I know, I know why they didn't put Kohler in. I know why they didn't put Cooper in. You're, you're doing the whole offense for defensive thing. Uh, Joey has experience. He's played well. I don't think it was Joey's fault. I think collectively as a team, you have to put a point of emphasis. Like, hey, they don't, they shouldn't get an offensive rebound. I I would have also done hack a shack until they got Reed out of there. Yeah. If they want to go two post players, as soon as he touches it, I would have rotated just any sub in, and then as soon as they dump it down to Reed, or as soon as he touches it, I would have hacked him. They were already in the bonus. You guys were already in one and one, thirty percent shooter. And if he shoots seventy percent from the free throw line, and you lose the game that way, then you say have at it. You chip your cap. I did agree. Think that. Tom putting Joey on Terrace Reed was probably not. I don't think it's Joey's fault. I just think that's just a terrible matchup to expect. It, it, Joey it, it's to a bad matchup. Bang on the boards with him. It, it's just offense for defense. I understand why they do it. Every single coach in America would do it. It's offense. Hurts though. It hurts. So then watch a freshman just dominate on the glass. If you're doing that, you have to get like Joey in a bunch of pick and roll actions where he gets open for threes, which I feel like kind of went away down the stretch. Like you got to get Reed in a bunch of actions where he can't follow Joey. Yeah, it's also a higher, lower probability that Joey keeps draining threes as opposed to Reed just grabbing rebounds and putting in two footers where he gets fouled. Like, there's nothing really you can do. It is an interesting situation. I, I like, like the, yeah, I like the hack shack. They should have done that. Looking back at it, I didn't think about it in the moment. Didn't he go two really for three from the line. Well, he was worse than that. Banked one in. Although he did Cooper bank one, one in. Too. He also made an and one too, but he missed the front end of one. I think missed the front end. He missed the and one. He missed the and one. Another and one. 
He's gotten better as of late, but he is a 40% on the year. So it's not, it's worth at least one try to do it purposely and see if it gets in head. Cause someone you get fouled on purpose. He was two for five, Alex. Oh, that's our, it was worth yeah. a shot. Well, that's his average. Cause that's why he hasn't been playing. He hasn't been playing down stretches because of that. I mean, you look at it and you're like, well, he only had 10 rebounds and six of those were defensive, but the four offensive rebounds, I'm pretty all sure probably all led to second chance points. Kick out. You look at yeah, four, their 14 offensive rebounds to six from us, and it's and shoot, probably four of those offense offensive rebounds came on one possession when we were just tapping the ball back to each back and forth until uh, yeah. Jet came in and had an and one. That, that sequence, that sequence was rough. It was rough. Felt like that was it. Just didn't happen. Well, and I don't even know what the, like the circumstance would have been, and I don't know if Reed would have stayed in the game if Jet was 100 healthy. Yeah. yeah, who knows? Did Jack come back? I don't think Jack came back in, no, right? No, he didn't. This so is I think he was having take. a pretty rough game to begin with. This but, a sneaky take. I don't want to overreact. But, but it is Juwan Howard's son. I'm pretty sure he would have stayed in the game. Yeah. yeah. Jet made an NBA three with a guy's hand in his face, him falling away in the first half. And you're like, you, well, you can't do anything about that. Yeah. I am keeping an eye, officially keeping an eye on the flow of the offense with Jet out of the game. I texted that in the Michigan group. I thought Michigan's like teamwork and like uh, flow, like I said, flow of the offense. I should just leave it there, like improved after he left because he's very, very good and will be a good NBA player. But sometimes it's like ball sticks in his hand because that's his game. He's an ISO type player. Something to monitor going forward. But it's like, what do you do? He's really good. Um, State wise, Joey Hauser, another phenomenal game out of the kid. Offensively, at least, and Malik Hall. So the two wings really came to play pretty well. So Evan, I don't know if you have any. Joey Howard's been on an absolute heater, and you haven't. You weren't on last week, so floor is yours for Joey Howard's love. I would have. He did play. He only led the team in points. He had twenty. Um, obviously, you uh, you're nitpicking a couple more to go down there in the back stretch because he had the ball in his hands. Um, but I mean, he is our go-to offensive guy right now. So to speak, there's obviously better athletes on the court, and that's no question about it, but they haven't stepped up in some situations. Um, He played 35 for the 40 minutes, so he's out there nonstop. I do like him off the dribble a little bit more. He does see his advantages of what's his name, Cheddar. Yeah. He took him right after the dribble. But Cheddar also did it to Williams' move. I mean, Cheddar also did it to us. He had seven points that just hurt. Cheddar was playing for Michigan State in the first half. And like the first two minutes of the second half. He pulled a Cornelius Johnson. I was watching in front of my eyes. Uh, Evan's an all-time jinx to make a Michigan player good after they've been terrible. No, I knew Terrence Williams stunk four years ago. And and then you said it, and then he hit four threes against us last year. You said Cheddar stinks, and then he went on like a (sighs) 7-0 run. Well, we were right about Brandon Johns. He stunk. Yeah, that's it. Something <laughs> about the four man, the four position at Michigan. Every hey, that text, and I think he hit a three within 30 seconds of your text message. Even up 84 points circumstances, I think, you know, game flow, you haven't played in what, over a week? Not practicing much either. So I think defensively it's hard. Offensively, I think it's easier because you get a bunch of shots up in the days that you miss. Um, you're more hyper-focused on, I think, offense because you're like, how are we going to score? And credit to Michigan. I mean, they had a couple guys step up. I mean, who would have thought Doug 
Dog. Put up shot six for ten from the field and scored eighteen points. Actually looked like a true point guard out there and actually getting the momentum and like the flow of the offense, not so stagnant where it's just dump and chase into Dickinson. Yeah, my so, I mean, and Doug played thirty nine minutes, so has to. There's no one else on the team. True, why? It's true. It's true. I mean, you guys played eight guys. We only played. We played ten. Michigan played really played seven. I mean, you can count Jace Howard's like four minutes. Like, <laughs> I forget that. Yeah, said really he, they said anything. he played nine. They said he played All nine right. minutes. Like the that last, was just as much as Cooper and Kohler. I needed more Cooper. I, I needed more Soko. Cooper more and Cooper. Kohler. Aiken's dunk was played. sweet. Aiken's yeah. dunk got me out of my seat. I, I me as well. Jaden is stock up. He's turning into the player Grant um, said at the beginning of the season. Just take took him a little longer. Yeah, they should let and, his usage go up. And I think our guards, while are, they're still good and they have the potential to be very good, they're both a little stocked down at the moment. I'm not sure what the deal is. They're just not. They haven't been consistent in either of them. Yeah, I mean, you look at the box score, like the county numbers yeah hogard like still pumps out assists but yeah there's this there's like the something you can't put your seams on his shooting was bad in this game i think both of them have the problem where they just don't know when they need to take over it's like they they're taking over at the wrong times they're forcing shots sometimes and then they're missing opportunities when they should be you know like walker finally does his little step back three to tie the game but, I mean, he pulled that shot once the whole game, and we've seen him do it like hundreds of times this year, and he just never does it until it's that situation. Why not do it earlier? See what happens. Get get a rhythm going. But I don't know. I think they'll figure it out. It's not like they're young freshmen who are like hitting a wall. They're just – they've been relied upon a lot and uh, had to deal with a lot this week probably as well. Promising thing is if you get production from those two wings – the guards should figure it out because they're old enough to figure it out. So that's when you guys are at your best, I would say, is if you get Hall and Hauser doing well, the guards will figure it out. It just really hurts that no you big don't man. have a lick of a post presence. <laughs> no big man. I mean, Kohler can get his buckets, but I mean, he's given up two on the other end immediately afterwards. That's his problem. He has gotten better from the beginning of the year. Well, I mean, also... He's a little... He's just fouling more. I mean, at the beginning of the year, he's given up points to... Everyone. Yeah, that's right. I think you need to do offense for defense. I I think I would rather not lose games when the other team scores 85. I'm kind of cool with the 62-60 loss that we've been dealing with, not the 85-75 loss. So you want Sissoko in there more? I don't know, because Sissoko has... Well, he misses a dunk, right? It's embarrassing. I can't explain that one. I'm not sure that, what happened there. That is two games in a row where he has plays where I just cannot believe he is a D1 basketball player. Well, he's going to put TJD in the torture chamber on Tuesday. Oh, God. Now, so you know what's going to happen in that game. We're going to go off and we're going to win? Well, so we're going to win by 20. Probably. That's just kind of what happens. We're going to win by 20. It's going to be allowed in there. Like, like the circumstances be, and yeah. the environment, yeah. like everything that's going on. We're great at home as long as we don't play Northwestern. It's just a fun fact. 10 to yeah, 2, I think, at home this year. Northwestern's crazy. Um, two, two notes on Gus Johnson, good and a bad, your guy, Evan. 
I completely, I enjoyed him. I don't know what everyone was bashing him for. Batman. He's got one bit that's really old already, and I'm glad the kids are one and done, so we don't have to hear it. The whole jet spelled with two T's. J E with two T's. <laughs> that's already played out. But he had one of the best calls of all time in this game. Probably just because I'm a Michigan fan and I enjoyed yeah, it. But it was not a good call. When uh, it got kicked to Cheddar at the top of the arc where he made that three. He said, Cheddar, straight up. As he released it, it, it made it. He goes, cheese. <laughs> like that was Gus Johnson in his episode. But Gus Johnson always does those names with like even football games. He does it and he says it nonstop. So like Evan, I'm yeah. not sure you noticed because of your love and bias for Gus, but his bias in this game was a little bit noticeable compared to normal. It's noticeable in football really? games. Yes. The more I've realized that Gus is a Michigan guy and then I listen to this game, he he would be like pumped up when Michigan would score. And it'd be like, well, Michigan State really needs it. They're battling a tough stretch, even though we'd be on like an 8-0 run. And I'm like, what? what are you talking about? It is what it is. Gus is dropping in my power rankings. I'll be honest. I like uh, I like a guy that shows emotion and he knows what he's talking about. Like I like uh, Jim Jackson. That's who. It was. Did you guys see that the pregame to that was just a documentary about how cool Gus Jackson is? Yeah, I mean it's terribly boring. Like how much of a superstar is is he that he has a documentary about the announcer leading into like a massive basketball game? Back to school. I mean, we didn't even get a pregame show. No. Oh, and that one guy that's on the pregame for Fox, I absolutely, absolutely I just can't stand that guy. Rob Stone? Or no, it's spiky no, hair. Fine. The guy that used to play hoops. Dusty? Dusty Dorvichak? I know the guy you're talking the about. The yeah, he's, he's an absolute Stanford box Wall. of He's on CBS. It's a Stanford guy. just a block brain. <laughs> um, what do you guys think about the silent library in terms of noise? I thought the crowd was a little lively in the, in the heat heat of the game i saw that it was like 25 percent msu fans and they were ramping up michigan fans so that is like half the reason it got so loud in there it's because you're only it. really twelve thousand fans it's small it's pretty small evan i almost um ended with those courtside seats again i was just gonna give them to you wow i almost went drop that on now take a price but uh did they get hot? Did they get hot? They probably got higher as it got closer because they were like eight dollars in the middle of the year. They were cheap. Oh, should have bought them then. I mean, yeah, Michigan I, tickets all year have not been a hot commodity. It was like one dollar. I mean, I mean, we can't like Virginia. You and I can't go back to that arena to watch Michigan State. Uh, you have been back though since then. Yeah, and what happened? Uh, bad. Crushed down. Bad. They lost by a lot. A tickets lot of screamed points. in my direction. I'm convinced it was at me. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I just don't. The first time we went, I mean, that was all time low. <laughs> what, was, what game was that? It was uh, Duncan Robinson. You guys shot the, like six. It's always our fancy freshman class. We were on the bubble. We had Bridges won like four games in a row. And you guys came out. It was like 12 nothing, four threes, like immediate. And then at all game, you shot like 70% from three. Well, you won by it? like 30. So we were sophomores in college. Okay. Oh my, it was rough. I'll have to find mm-hmm. it after this podcast. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Maybe 2016. In the nosebleeds too, and Walmart Wolverine Cody with us. Week, <laughs> was, it was a weekday game because I. Yeah, it was like a Wednesday. It was. A we went to a bar before, night. I think. Yeah. Um. 
It was a late start, too. I think it might have been a 9 o'clock start. Nine. Oh. Brutal. Because I was when I was still going to Washington, I remember getting home at, like, 1 o'clock and then waking up, like, four hours later to go to class at, like, 7 a.m. Hmm. I remember I was very disappointed. Um, A preview of the week, some big games. You guys have the one tomorrow night at nine home against IU. <laughs> and then travel to Iowa on Saturday. Yeah, on Saturday. How do you feel about either of those games? Uh, real quick, I did find that game. Uh, it was 55-29 and a half. Yeah. Wow. I, I do not remember. I'm going to have to find we it. We lost 86-57. No way. Yeah. And Zach Irvin played 32 minutes and only had three points. <laughs> Dude, That's insane. That's insane. so bad. Oh, that game was rough. 55 Look points what they shot. Dude, they had to shoot for like 70% from the trying field. To, trying to find the box score. We were 14 and 10 and they were 15 and 9. You guys were ranked though. We lost to Northeastern that year. Oh, remember that. So as of um, right now, we only have four games left. Minnesota's yeah. to get rescheduled, though, it sounds like. So it's like supposed to get to rescheduled. Shove it. So we're going to have three like games next March. week. You'll two and three. Two games in three days. But it's in Minnesota. Thursday, so that's the best way I just want to add that for your Big Ten record. Well, it's going to matter for like for ties in the Big Ten tournament. Seeding. That's why we need to play it. So we have the tiebreaker. We have the tiebreaker over Maryland and and uh, Iowa. Yeah, as of right for now. Yeah. Um, you, you feel good. You see, well, you feel like tomorrow night is going to be a beautiful win. I don't. Do you lose twenty bucks for the game? It's nine hard. o'clock, having the boomers. I, I feel really confident. I feel like just in the circumstances and the energy and like yeah, the community, Bronson Center is going to be rocking. It's going to be emotional. I think the tip off is going to be super emotional. I wouldn't be shocked if we, you know, we played bad in the first four or five minutes or we play fantastic. I think it's going to be one or the other. Um, but the chances of us at home, IU recently hasn't been playing as good. I think they're, they're not, what, what's they're his not name? as good on the road by. Yeah, what's, what's his name that hasn't played in forever? He only played against us, and they won. Xavier Johnson. Oh, Race Thompson. Yes. Oh. Um, I don't think he's back He's still. been off, yeah. He'll probably come back against us. It's just our luck these days. But. It feels like they're due for a loss. They can't keep winning all these games. So I mean, they, they I looked at the score, the Illinois score, while I was skiing, and they were they were down like eight with like yeah. – 10 minutes left. I'm like, and I saw that they won. I was like stunned. <laughs> I'm more nervous for the but... Iowa game because I feel like when we play them at home, I feel like Iowa played way better than us the entire game. And I feel like we stole that at home and I was more offensively focused. Avid, fun fact. In my life, while skiing, which I will be during the Iowa game, with Grant, all Russell time. Bird. Russell Bird. We're 3-0 and all time when skiing with Grant when we're playing. It's overlapped that many times. Including a Michigan State-Michigan win. Well, yeah, that was the duck game. That was an automatic. Played w Indiana. Game. Sorry. Um, when we won on the road. And we played. Ohio other, State. I don't remember the third one, but. Ohio State. Yeah, 3-0. and Yeah. 3-0. Wow. That's, but I don't think this is going to be 4-0. I think that one. Is a drop. Especially, it, it hurts that Iowa just got spanked by Northwestern. Yeah. Like, that doesn't help us at all. Yeah, but when does Iowa's got to play on, like, Thursday, though? Because they just played on Sunday, right? 
less time to prepare for us. Feels like they play Wednesday then. I mean, I don't feel good about either game to answer your question. I think, I think we're fine. I think tomorrow night's no going to be. What, I th- I'm in for tomorrow night's going to be a magical experience. That's going to be like a storybook, like first game back, dub against a very good Indiana ranked team. What's the 22nd? They play in two days. What's today, Monday? They don't have Romeo Langford. He was the kryptonite at the Breslin. I remember that game. Oh, well, they play at Wisconsin on Wednesday. I spent that whole game with just your girlfriend. Really? Nice. Yeah. Nice. I, I, where was Evan? I was in the nosebleeds. <laughs> Actually, that day, that game, Marissa and I got like 40 seconds of just the camera on us for no reason, like during a timeout. It was just like Wasn't zooming in on us. Ugly, like low scoring game, too. Was game some day. college was game day. day. I was in the oh. upper deck sending some ne- some random dude that kept on calling Indiana, Indianapolis. <laughs> I remember you telling me this. <laughs> you were pissed. Like, this guy move. did not know basketball. Romeo Langford shushed us, though. That sucked a lot. At least you guys like are four home losses I've seen. At least you guys are still in a good spot tournament resume wise. Like you're not. Oh, dude, we'd have to like, lose to Ohio State and Nebraska. We'd have to lose all of our games to miss. So just playing like, for seed at this point. Playing for Big Ten seed. You know, win a couple games of Big Ten. And That's going to be. You know, if they beat Michigan, they would they would be solo fourth right now. That's how like tight the Big Ten is. And I thought eight. about the amount of times if Michigan didn't blow games in the Big Ten that it'd be like solo second. Yeah, I mean, it's still it's like, when it's all said and done, Michigan State could be third in the but, big. But like game. right now, like Michigan State's seeding, like we can't really improve it. Like we're as high as a seven, we're as low as like a ten. So like, I think yeah. we're all totally in gonna, there, and I don't think it really matters. Six to eight, it's all about matchups, baby. Win both don't. games this week, and you'll be all the way up to the six. I watched Kentucky go from the eleven to the seven this week because don't, they beat Tennessee. Don't give you guys. a big center matchup in the tournament and you should be just fine. Dude, let's hope we don't play Arizona. So just don't play a Big Ten mm-hmm. team. Yeah. Um, on Michigan side, they I don't know where they stand. Lenardi is crazy. He still has us considered that high. He's like, the I, only one that has you guys up there. Like, I've, I'm under the impression they have to win every game they play from here on out and it, like at least until they get to the tournament and then probably still have to win a game, but... If you're unconsidered and you win a couple of these games, you might jump more than I think. I have no idea what to think. I th- I shouldn't do this. I, part of me wants to believe they can beat Rutgers at Rutgers. You can because Rutgers is injured. Yeah, I saw that uh, McConnell's likely out, who's their defensive heartbeat. Caleb He's McConnell. very important. And then there were other starters out for the season as of a week and a half ago. And Mulcahy has been playing like poop. Like, I want to believe they go there and win. It's a late, late tip on Thursday night. That place is going to be rowdy. If they can sneak that out, they should beat Wisconsin at home. They they should not get swept oh, by Wisconsin. My gosh, what a bad... I can't believe we didn't talk about that. Yeah. Um, How do you lose to that team? No, that's they didn't score why, for 10 minutes. That's why like, I'm telling you this for the podcast, but that game broke me in terms of like caring about this team. I, that game made me very mad, and one, I want to say a lot of things that are not safe for the podcast, but that game, the uh, pregame antics, all the stuff, like I was just disgusted with how the team... Oh, the way Hunter Dickinson walked out, I wanted nothing more than for him to have the worst game of his life. And he, I'm sorry. Yeah. That guy, I, I have no respect for that dude. I just can't. And like, I just was thinking about what my dad would say to me if I was his son and wore a free Larry shirt and like before a game that he's smacked another human being. Like I just didn't understand what, dude. what they were trying to like wrong with that guy. 
Yeah. So, um, really for like- reference, Grant, real quick, the yeah. bracket matrix was just like the 247 composite recruiting rankings of all of the bracketology. The source, yeah, we love 247. But it's not 247. I know, but we love it's just Just all the bracketologists. Uh, Michigan is not on it. Yeah, all. I don't think they should be. They don't have... Although last year, I mean, they didn't have much better wins. So I don't know. Basically, that's saying out of like 80 bracketologists, they're not on one single bracket. As It makes sense. And Evan, Michigan State, for your reference, is... The consensus highest eight and only like 0.4 away from being a seven. The worst part about the Dickinson thing with Wisconsin is I forced myself just to listen. Like, I'm just an idiot. I don't ever listen to round ball, but I saw a clip of him talking oh, about great. Wisconsin, like a reaction to it. I'm like, oh, maybe he like said, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done it. No, he just doubled down. He's like, I would do it again. I was Did like, he? I absolutely. Oh, yeah. I was like, I can't stand this guy. Yeah, I just turned his back on him. No, I, I'm getting nervous about next year because I read an article. They interviewed he's coming him about back for seventh year. Yeah, he's making a lot of money in Michigan. He said, I saw what they did with Corum, and that intrigued me. And I'm like, I can't do it. I cannot. I, can't I don't watch think Michigan wants him back. So I don't think the team wants him back. I don't, know if that's, I don't know if that's true. I think they would. What, how, when have they ever publicly said or reprimanded him for anything he's ever done there? They haven't. No, I don't him. think people on the team like him. I agree with you. I think some probably don't like it, but I'm saying the adult Jet wants to come I don't back. Think gonna... Jet would be like, no, no for Hunter. That's going, that's going to the NBA. Uh, well, I hope he comes I'm back. I'm just publicly stating like that Wisconsin loss like broke me in terms of like, I rally around three guys. Well, four. I don't mind Joey Baker. I think he tries hard. I like... Of guys that really play, that play. I like, couldn't believe Reed, that. Reed, Buffkin, and Doug. I will ride for those guys. Ride for them. The rest, whatever happens, happens. Kobe should have went to MSU. Kobe's a dog, man. I love that kid. He tries really hard. Um, Jay Nakin's light. <laughs> oh, reaction. <laughs> no, they're both very good players. No, um, that's good. You see that? <laughs> you can't dunk like Jay. I'll tell you that. Um. That's pretty much it. The only closing thing is not to go too long. Do you guys see Mac McClung in the dunk contest? Didn't watch the second one. I watched. I watched. I honestly didn't watch the second. I didn't even know the All-Star game was on this weekend. I didn't either. I thought you turned off the Michigan MSU game down the stretch to watch the dunk contest. No, I was waiting for the puck drop of the Seattle Kraken Detroit Red Wings game. Nice. Um, I watched the dunk contest recap. Jericho. I watch a recap of it. I just like saw like a few dunks. Like I saw all the yeah, dunks. Yeah, it's all the dunks cut up. And then I just saw it's like fi- it took like five minutes to watch it, Evan. Anyways, this you is that Jericho dude. Worst dunk contest performance I have seen in my entire life. Wow. It's not close. It's saying something. He did two of the same dunks. Really? Then pull the cr- he did his second dunk. He dunked it. <laughs> And he put his like arm in the hoop. That was it. He just dunked it, but like oh, put I his arm I saw in the that hoop. One. Yeah. Not a single person in the crowd reacted or <laughs> cheered or anything. And then he gets down and he pulls out a, like a piece of paper from out of his shirt, rips it on accident, and it's supposed to say like fifty. And then he just like holds up a broken, <laughs> ripped piece of paper that says fifty. And I think he got like a thirty-five, and no one cheered. <laughs> it was the worst, most awkward thing I've ever seen. <laughs> But Mac McClung's dunks were nice. Sick. They were sick dunks. 
But we knew that. Like, have you just just watched his highlight tape? I know. I think the cool thing was like, I don't think the NBA people knew that he could jump like that. How? Like the broadcast, Kenny, Kenny Smith was like, oh, I didn't know this kid wins. I had said like, that. That's racist. No, he just was eyeing him up, and he's like, there's no way this kid wins the dunk contest. Well, I think like, the best wow. part was that he did every single dunk in one attempt. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. The dunk contest is dead. All-Star Weekend is dead. No one cares about that. And I no, heard... I think that was a little bit of a pulse from Matt McClung. Like, that was cool. Maryland Pride Kevin Herter had the worst three-point contest in the <laughs> history of the three-point contest. That's sad. Sad to hear. Yeah. I was surprised, or, like, I don't know if you guys would find it surprising the dunk contest is always something like if i'm i'm not gonna go out of my way to watch it but if i'm not doing anything it's on i will make sure i watch it just because i always think like what if i get a zach levine aaron gordon because like the dunk contest was dead and then that happened and i was watching and i was like this is incredible so you never know when you're gonna get one of those new guys that like is good yeah i'm fully with that and all-star weekend's a joke I agree with that. Pro Bowl's a I joke. A mini- the only All-Star game that's worth watching is MLB because like, I don't even think it matters anymore, does it? No, no, it doesn't. So yeah, they all suck. My take is that I was talking to people in the office that they should make all the All-Star games matter again. Like They should decide stupid rules to the All-Star game and then let people get mad that people would try at least. No, they should just get rid of it and just give the guys a week off. <laughs> waste of that? time. But... This is my rant. I saw a lot, some people online on Twitter, like not just a couple people, like a decent chunk of people that were like, oh, All-Star Games, such a joke. Back in my day, it's like, dude, what? Like, that's your fault for going into All-Star Weekend thinking you're going to get a good product. Like, by this point, (laughs) if you think they're going to try in the All-Star Game, you're an idiot. And it's also our fault as fans because we've, I wasn't alive back in the day, but we've changed so much as a culture where we're just about rings. How many rings do you have? So like, these guys know that that's what they care about. They don't care as much about all-star games. Like back in the day, a Charles Barkley or someone like that that's trying to prove themselves would be like, oh, I'm going to try hard here against my peers and people will respect me for this performance. Now, no one cares. They're just like, how many rings have you won? Like Luka Doncic doesn't give a shit about the all-star game because he knows he's only going to be judged by how many rings he wins. But people don't even play in the regular season anymore. That's <laughs> like, do you think they're going to play in the all-star game? Like what you sit down and watch that the over under is like 350. What do you think you're about to watch? Like hard competitive yeah. basketball? Here's some advice for those people. Don't turn it on. No. Or like, don't get mad. Lower your expectations. They're like, not they bad. Sunday night. You could oh, add yeah. a nice rest before your work day Monday. With the go Twitter to bed. fingers of like, oh, so, such a soft generation. It's like, well, we kind of condition. This whole world has a whole this. we have a whole problem with Twitter fingers all over the globe. So like, I can tell you right now, if I was an all-star, I would not try. Like, so I don't feel bad if the players don't try. I wouldn't play. I'd just get an alternate and then go. You just, just go and watch. get boozed up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, small NBA thing. There was some buzz that the Pistons might go after Ime Udoka. At least the fans want to see. Would you guys be down for that? So we can have a naughty relationship with one of our staff? Well, uh, I like, think that's probably a bad deal. idea. Would you turn down Horny Boy, I mean, or would you take it? I think he would make us play great defense. Yeah, I'm kind of on that before that. I'm in. I'm, I'm all in. I'm in. We took AJ Hinch. Kind of just like AJ Hinch, I was just going to say. Like, yeah, we might as well. I we need to get rid of Tom Gores. Can we, we do that? No. <laughs> Can we tell him to leave? going to buy our franchise, to buy the Suns, and just trade it for Kevin Durant. Yeah. It should be a common. 
I didn't, Suns I are unstoppable I if they want to be. I for, forgot that Kevin Durant was injured, so I don't even know when we're going to see them all play together. He's injured? Yeah. That sucks. That's your NBA update. He's supposed to be back for the playoffs. I listen like, to Rosillo tell me about the NBA like once a week. I feel like I got a good pulse, even though I've watched zero games. He just didn't mention he was injured. <laughs> he didn't. He just said how good the Suns were. Um, my last thing, cool throwing Jared Goff's contract for you, Evan. There was some twi- tweets going out about Daniel Jones that he needs forty-five million. <laughs> I saw that today, and I was like, "Ooh, yeah, no more bitches." So bad. Seeing Goff at thirty-three makes you feel a lot better about and yourself. And Jared's open to restructuring this year, so. Is he? We can he can get more years, but also lowers cap hit. Uh, one of the Detroit fan account books. articles. Yeah. Like pride there's a, a there's movie. a website out there where you can be the GM and you can start cutting players. And I was doing it the other day at work, and I was cutting everybody with a bad contract. I, I was just looking at contracts, and it was like if they had less dead money than what we owe them, cut. I was, Evan, <laughs> you I was, as a GM, you would have no good players because you'd cut anybody worth a dollar. Jason Gabina gone. Quintus Cephas gone. Will Harris gone. Will Harris was actually Sorry. not bad last no, year. Gone. He's a good role player. Gone. The third round pick. His I money cut, isn't I'm even that bad. I cut it would be the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, <laughs> Tom gets cut every year. That happens. I'll be cutting him. I'm saving $965,000. I don't know why you want to cut. We can talk about this later. But I, I don't know love, why you want to cut Vitae so bad. Dude, he didn't play this year. and you, The offense line didn't miss a beat. You need offensive linemen. Our yeah, guards it, were shaking. You have you need multiple to fill those needs. It went away. Um, I would pay like five dollars for like a live stream of Evan on that software just cutting people. I think it'd be hilarious <laughs> to watch. Just someone pay Evan eighteen thousand dollars to watch the Tigers and do the GM during the day. Yeah, how should I word this tweet for Evan? Evan is willing to. Evan, watch you would have to vlog game. every single game, obviously, so people would know since they gave you their hard-earned money, all eighteen grand. I'd go live on some. Maybe just Evan is willing to watch every single page of Tires Baseball this year for eighteen thousand dollars. Anyone willing to foot the bill? <laughs> yes, <laughs> sounds cool. And then if they're like, "Let's start a GoFundMe," and then we'll make it, and look into how taxes work on that. That'd be wild if it happened. I don't want that to happen to you, Evan. I really don't. You'd hate your life. <laughs> um, so is that it? A, yeah, I think that's it. Can I ask one rapid-fire question you have to answer? Yeah. yeah. Who are you drafting at number six if the top three defensive players are gone? Bryce Young's gone and CJ Stroud's gone. Go. Who are the top three defensive players? Anderson, Carter. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, four. And then who's fifth? Levis um, is going. No, Levis is on the board. We'll say the the Texas and Texas Tech defensive end is off the board. Tyree Wilson. Oh, that was gonna be my Whatever. answer. Yeah, I know. I so that's I have to draft. You have to pick. No one will why do you ask you. why do you ask dirty hypotheticals like this? Just a great way to end the pod for everyone to think about. Probably probably Miles Murphy. D tackle Clemson. He's like a D end ish. Grant. I'm, I need to pull up a big board real no. quick. No. I just need to look at a name. I don't like the other. I, I should say I don't like. I don't think I would take the other defensive interior guy from Clemson, Brise. I don't think he's, I would take he's him. He's dropping. Uh, Stroud's gone. 
Are you, yeah. are you willing to draft a corner at six? That's uh, really my that is really my overarching question here. Oh, I see this guy, Kalaji Kansi's moved up. I like that guy. Did you take him at six though? I don't know, dude. This is a dumb question. Answer the question. It's not gonna happen. Just say Michael Meyer to get everybody happy. Michael Mayer. Yeah, either him or Bajan Robinson at that spot. Bajan at six. <laughs> Watch the internet Clip explode. Clip that. <laughs> I'm joking, but we would actually score every single drive. Is free agency before the draft or after? Yes. We, need, we, you got, we all need to start thinking about our free agent plans because that's going to be coming up here. We need, very, to, we need to sign a backup is, QB. Is, is four weeks, March 13th. Free agency for Sorry. us is more important than the draft this year. No, the draft always is the most important. No. Where we're at in this conference, free the draft is always the most important. We found five starters last year in the draft. Okay, tell the Eagles that. Yeah. Yeah. Or they they find the draft. All their the Eagles don't bring up the Dunlop. Eagles didn't win the Super Bowl. The oh, Chiefs so, did, and but, they built through the draft. Oh, so you so you wouldn't want to oh how did the Chiefs replace all their receivers? Um their receivers suck. They have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. They drafted they Pacheco. The they drafted three corners that started in that game. They drafted Chris Jones. How did the Eagles get there? Um, the Eagles drafted Jalen Hurts. They did. And that's how they got there. Yeah, A.J. Brown through a trade. They drafted Miles Sanders. And they drafted <laughs> Jason Kelsey. They signed all their defensive guys. They drafted their whole offensive line. Bradbury, Gardner Johnson. Bradbury's the reason they lost the Super Bowl. Reddick. The rigged folks. Hassan Reddick, sack leader. Francy. Francy is very important for us. Hargrave, very important for us. Not as important as the draft. No, not this year. Evan, thoughts? You better come ready for Francy and be like, oh, I'm worried about the draft. Francy is very important. Unless we restructure like everybody's contracts. Evan, enough with this money talk. Just be like, yes, the Lions are going to spend that shit. NFL team does it. It's not real, though. The Saints have proved it. It's not real. It's fake. We're on luxury tax. NFL rigged. Is there a luxury tax in the NFL or is that NBA only? That, you know, there's a luxury tax in the NFL. You're a finance guy. Ask Excel. I haven't started my journey to become a cap specialist so I can be on TV and talk about it. There was a tweet I was supposed to send to you guys, but it didn't send. So I'll see if I can find it right now. All it comes down to is Sheila and the ownership ready to pay people more money up front, and that way we spread out their contracts smaller throughout the years. And I think they're ready to do that. I like Sheila. She's going to do a great job. You just add Way better than Martha. Stuff and oh, Sheila. Excited to see DJ Chark, what we do with him. See if Grant's devastated or not. He's an unrestricted free agent, so. Yeah. Oh, I've got to find this account. The boy's not walking. He's coming back on He's a not- discount. One year, five hundred grand. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's he's not at the top of and I like him. He's not at the top of our priority list. We need a wideout though. No. Would you guys trade for Jerry Judy? One second round pick for Jerry Judy? No, not needed. No. Just, Just not needed. needed. I'm trying to oh, win the Super Bowl next year. I heard that uh, <laughs> Lamar is two first round picks. That's we have a lot of those. We have a lot of those. Two first-round picks for Lamar. But he's only played like half of his games in the last Two first-round picks it. for Lamar Jackson, MVP quarterback Shoot. in the National Football I can't League. find this tweet, Alex. 
You know how many MVPs the Lions have had in our life? Zero. Barry Sanders. In our life? Calvin Johnson. Zero. Calvin Johnson was the most valuable player in the league. He probably just didn't win it because it's a quarterback award. Um, so you don't want the... No, he didn't win MVP. That's a joke. Two first-round picks. This year's number 18 and next year's first. Would you do it for Lamar? Yeah. Mm. But then we got to pay him a lot of money. No, because he wants 230 million guaranteed. I'm not doing that for anybody. Anybody. Joe Burrow, I would. Nope. You wouldn't do it for Patrick. Well, he's already signed. He doesn't have a contract coming up. He'd be traded. So we'd have Patrick on a 10-year deal for a billion dollars. That's a lot. <laughs> you wouldn't take him? I just listened to you in your solo pod talk about how much you would, you'd give up anything for him. Give Taco Bell for the rest of your life. Done. Cut it out. Cold turkey. Mahomes. I'm glad that you... Uh, you waved the flag for Patrick last week since I wasn't able to. I've do never it. been a hater of Patrick. Oh, you're oh you're see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, yeah, he balled out. It was sick. It was impressive. It was a great game. Goat. No. Not yet. I will not let you say that. I mean, he's got a long way to go. Because it's gonna come down to he has to win seven times. I know. It's not gonna happen Which is right, more than likely. Tall. But <laughs> so you just come ready for free agency, Alex. I don't want you to skimp on it. All right, well, you come ready for when Lamar signs for $265 million guaranteed, and he's a Detroit Lion in the Honolulu Blue, and Jared Goff is slinging the rock for the Baltimore Ravens. But Todd Munkin? That'd be nasty. Jared would do Jared well Goff is kind of just one step above Stetson Bennett. It'd be a good fit. That's so <laughs> disrespectful to Jared Goff. That's it. That's all I got. Super Bowl or bust. Um, no. Nope. All right. Cheers <laughs> to episode 110. Cheers. Cheers. Into the hockey playoffs. Into Evans Court. Fat Tuesday, Punchy Day tomorrow. Oh, wow. We should go to Mardi Gras. Cheers. Evan, did you see Ant Man? Yep.